Comic Book Adventures with Daniel and Matt. Live, you want to hold it? All right, it's well, me, Matt Anderson, with Daniel Butcher back together to podcast once again. We haven't done this since Christmas time. I don't think I've podcasted since May. So, okay, I'm gonna be honest, I haven't been able to keep up on Welcome to Level 7. So, what's the story over there? You you are not doing that currently? I'm going, excuse me, we're eating lunch right now. Sorry, go ahead. We can review the Arby's sliders re- uh, later, okay? Um. So I just got really, really busy. I mean, super, super busy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a youth coach, and it's I'm mostly the director of the program. And but when you say youth coach, you mean you coach a lacrosse team I, yeah, of youth? Of youth. And to be honest, it's kind of at a point where it's kind of like a second part-time job, a uh-huh. second full-time job. So if I want to do things like actually watch TV and read comics or sleep... I had to make a change. You just told me something that's shocking. I can't believe this, but you have not watched the finale of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the show that you podcast about. Well, to be honest, I haven't watched the last three episodes. Oh, my gosh. I can't. I'm, I so, just can't believe that. So when you ask me what's going on with Welcome to Level 7, I really don't know because I haven't listened to the last three episodes. Are they, or the X-Men episode. Dad, where do I put my sandwich? Um, put your wrapper in the little uh, bag for now. So, so I haven't watched because I, when I get a chance to watch TV, I watch with the kids, mm-hmm. and I say, "Hey, what do you want to watch?" And the unanimous choice of the multiple children is Flash. Oh yeah. So we burn through the Flash. Yeah, Flash is my favorite TV show on right now. It's solid. And then their second choice is Legends. I hate Legends. Mm. I dropped out completely. I don't even care. I actually read. Th- I'd never do this, but I read the spoilers to find out what happened just because I knew I'm not going to waste my time going back to watch this stupid show. I'm uh, curious about the end. Can I, I wanna... put it in this handle, Yes. Place? Yep, that's perfect, buddy. So. What is that? You're curious about what? I'm curious about the ending. I want to see, like, if there's... Okay, so I know well, how the not... flash ends. Let's I know... spoil it because I've, I just read about this just a few days ago. So, let me tell you what I think happens and you correct me. So, this is the mm-hmm. end, the finale of Legends of Tomorrow. So they beat Mandel Savage, of course, which was the whole point all season. But it was so stupid watching them every episode, like almost do it and then not quite. It was too frustrating. Uh, so they beat him, and then our man shows up from the JSA. Is that right? I know somebody from the JSA shows up. I thought it was our man. My worry, my concern, my question is so. Jay Garrick in season two had a pretty big influence on season two of The Flash. Right. And he's a member of the JSA. Uh-huh. So are we going to see Jay Garrick show up on the JSA? I don't think so. I think they're looking for like a younger CW-type JSA. See, and I think that's wrong. Because I think the JSA... And this is one of my complaints with Earth 2 that you've heard from me a lot of times. The biggest problem with Earth 2 New 52 is the fact that they took these characters... That worked really well as older guys. Um, 
the multi not the convergence JSA story by Dan Abnett. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of the best stories. Yeah, I agree. That story over pushes the fact that they're old. Mm-hmm. Um, they kind of take them to an extreme age in that story. Well, you've read Rebirth One, right? Yes. So it's looking like they're bringing back that older JSA. Well, and I, and I think that's good because you know when you talk about some of the things that are missing from the new Fifty Two. One of the complaints I would say is if you take out the JSA, you take out as older gentlemen, mm-hmm. you take out kind of a mentorship level. Right. Um, so, like one of my major complaints with what they did with, uh, oh, Earth Two Green Lantern. I want to say more, but what's his name? No, Alan, Alan Scott. Scott. Alan Scott. My, my problem is is not that they made him into a gay character. My problem was is they quit making him a dad. Oh right. And as a dad, he was an interesting person to me because he was older. He was of a different generation than the younger heroes that he was mentoring. And you kind of looked at him as kind of being kind of a stodgy, more conservative gentleman Mm -hmm. who had a gay superhero son. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, but uh, Obsidian is gay. Hmm. And so... I actually didn't even know Obsidian was his son. Yes. Okay. And so that really kind of frustrated me because I felt like... You could have, in the New 52, had Obsidian continue with the role that he had pre-Flashpoint. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But you you missed, you took away the Alan Scott tension of both being a loving parent, right. but at the same time um, having to deal with the fact that his son is not necessarily the same as him. I have a prediction for Rebirth. No spoilers. I just am thinking this. I think they're going to somehow either convert... What we've been watching in Earth 2 and Earth 2 Society, uh, they're going to convert those characters into the original JSA, or they're just going to fade away, and that series is going to get canceled, and all of a sudden we're going to get the original versions coming back. Well, and I will say this, as excited as I am about some Rebirth things, uh, one of the things that I worry about is, you know, what's going to happen to the others? You know, they had their series. Aquaman and the Aquaman others. and the others. They had their own series. Um they were one of the best, I think, Jeff John's creations out of Aquaman. Mm-hmm. Was this concept of this team, um, and I just reread Dan Jurgen's second trade of it. And the thing is, is you know they kind of make this commitment: we're going to find ways to stick together. And I'll be honest, you know, especially with the spin drift station stuff, I wouldn't mind seeing Dan Abnett bring a few of them in as a supporting cast in Aquaman. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, but I also don't think it's going to happen because Rebirth. I like Dan Jurgens, but I did not like Aquaman and the Others as a title. I liked the characters when Jeff Johns was writing them. So I'm not blaming Dan Jurgens. I'm just saying, for whatever reason, I didn't love that first trade. So I actually never read the second trade that concluded the story. I, I bought all the issues. I just reread uh, the second trade because I bought it from Jurgens a few months ago. And, you know, it was actually a pretty good action romp. Mm-hmm. It really was. All right, I'll check it out. Well, speaking of Jurgens, why don't you tell people why we are together today? So uh, a week ago, you sent me a message and and said, "Hey, Dan Jurgens going to be at my comic book store." At my local comic book store. And I was like, "Huh? What are you talking about?" So uh, right at the moment, we're debating because we've been there once. Uh, so Jurgens is there, and along with two other, three other DC creators. Yeah, all them, rebirth creators. One of them, Pat Gleason. Um, oh, who's I'm a, Doug Monk and Monkey. Pat something. Uh, Ben? Ben. Ben. The guy who wrote Green Lantern, or sorry, Green Green Arrow Arrow. Rebirth. 
So right at the moment, they're all signing rebirth issues. Um, well, I, two of them are. Two of them are, because the, the other two aren't there yet. We have to go The guy back. that does Green Arrow and, the, and Dan Jurgens, who is doing action, is there. But the other two aren't there, so we're going to go back. So we're just taking a quick break at Arby's. Let's talk about these sliders. You know, I had the chicken one. Man. It was pretty, pretty I, it was better than I expected. Man, these are $1 sandwiches. We just wanted a quick snack to kill some time. We're going to drive over to another comic, comic book store that's going out of business called Big Brain Comics. Uh, but these sliders are awesome. One dollar roast beef and cheese. One dollar chicken and cheese. Uh, I, I felt the chicken was well, you know, well cooked. I mean, it basically was a chicken tender, Man. but the bun was moist, but not too moist. Yeah, I mean, we're not sponsored by Arby's, but I just, I mean, but maybe they should. Since we're eating on the podcast, which barely ever happens, I think we should mention these sandwiches are pretty good. All right, I'm gonna put so, my sandwich away, and I'm gonna start driving to that other place. Okay, so uh, let's throw out some stuff because uh, we're doing random stuff here because that's what we like to do. Yeah, you, and I miss you talking me, to you. Yeah, when you and me get together, it's just random comic talk. So, Rebirth, I listened to your episode. Thank you. Um, I thought you did a very nice analysis of it. The, the one thing that kind of... And, and I've made mention to you on this online is, you know, I feel like in many ways they're kind of doing like a, we're keeping but we're not keeping in some things. Yeah. And not really giving us a good explanation. Um, their use of Ray Palmer right now, which I think they... The New 52 did a disservice to Ray Palmer. Mm-hmm. Um, in the same way that the opposite effect has been happening with Ray Palmer, where Brandon Ralph has been doing huge service to Ray Palmer. Oh, yeah. Um, that that Ray Palmer in there, in Rebirth, is not the New 52 Ray Palmer, and it's almost like we're supposed to just accept him. Uh, but at the same time, he's in a universe in which we have the New 52 Batman and the New 52 Superman, um, who you know, has his event occur. Uh, so I, I just don't know what to think about how they're piecing everything together. And I'm, I'm not a hundred percent in on the Watchmen piece yet. You like, you don't aren't for it. I don't know. I'm not a huge Watchmen fan. I understand the good things and the bad things of Watchmen, but yeah. I don't need more Watchmen. I'm actually not a huge Watchmen fan either. That's uh, and I mentioned that on the last rebirth episode, but, um, I think the, I think the shock value of it is what really, Put me and other people over the edge, just because, as I mentioned before, it's just one of those things you thought you'd never see. You know, speaking of Watchmen, there was something I never mentioned on that episode. I wish I had. So, there's a character who appears in the middle of the story talking to uh, the pre-Flashpoint Superman, I believe. It was a guy who was just calling himself Mr. Oz, and apparently Mr. Oz has been appearing in Lois and Clark, which I haven't read yet, but I really want to. And I think he's also continued to appear now in the rebirth titles so i mean as soon as i found out that the watchmen were in rebirth the first thing i thought is that mr oz was probably ozymandias is that well that's the assumption i had but not a lot of people are saying that so i wonder if maybe i because i haven't read the title maybe if you read it it's obvious it's not that character but that's kind of what i thought other people have guessed that man oh good that's good and i think it makes sense Especially since, again, we just uh, we had a brief conversation with Dan Jurgens, and we talked about Lewis and Clark. Um, we know Evan is a huge fan of Lewis and Clark. Well, should we talk about Evan David? Okay. Well, let, let's finish this real quick, and then okay. we'll talk about Evan. So, um, with Evan, uh, he's a huge fan of Lewis and Clark. He kind of gives us the rundown on Lewis and Clark, every issue that he gets. Uh, Not me. I haven't been... And we've never read them. 
I don't think he's been giving me the rundown. I mean, just that he likes them. Yeah. Well, every time he reads it, he, we instantly know he read it because he told us how good it is. I want to read it. Yeah, he's the one that's really pushing it over the edge. So this is twice now that we've been around Dan Jurgens with the very simple mission of us trying to pick up some Lewis and Clark. Well, and and when we were together a month ago, it instantly got out before you were even there. Man. I, okay, so... And they had no issues at this comic store, which buys a lot of issues. I mean, we literally saw a giant pile of Secret Wars. Right. So we, Daniel and myself, were at a comic convention, a local one here, not too big, in Minneapolis. Uh, actually, it was in St. Paul. And we lined up to go meet Dan Jurgens, who lives in Minnesota, so he's always around at our different events. And I saw a pile of Lois and Clark comics, and he just signs them all and sells them super cheap, like a dollar an, an issue. So I was, I pretty much would have bought them, but the couple right in front of Daniel and myself bought all of them. So I still haven't read any of that, but we're talking about Evan David, our friend who is a fellow podcaster. I am trying to remember. I don't think I've ever podcasted with him. Have I? I don't think so. I mean, I listen to him podcast a lot and I, with Ben Avery on Strangers and Aliens and he's in Welcome now, right? He, he's been filling in for me. And welcome to Level 7. But, yeah. okay, so... And we've talked about YouTube podcasting. You really need to. Yeah, we should. So, uh, Evan's been looking for issue 8 of that Superman, Lois, and Clark series. So, I was going to surprise him and try to get it from Dan Jurgens today. And he didn't have it. And the comic store was sold out of it. So, right now, I'm driving to a different comic store that's uh, kind of in the process of closing down. So, we just left a comic store called The Source Comics and Games. And now we're heading to Big Brain which is about 10 to 15 minutes north, nope, south. Uh, and I'm going to go try to find this comic for Evan, who I know he's been on the search for it. But uh, we did get him some surprises, so we can't post this episode until we mail those surprises out. But since he's a fan of Superman and Dan Jurgens, uh, we got Action Comics signed by Dan Jurgens for Evan. Uh, I'm going to try to get the Superman issue signed for him, and you're going to get him one, too. Use it. I think I'm going to go ahead and get him the Green Arrow. Because so. he sent you some stuff. You said, what? Well, he sent me all of Millennium but one issue. So what's the story there? Was he, he was recently getting rid of his like hard copy versions of his comics. and, and he, He's going to all digital for most stuff. For man, most stuff. That's hard for me. I love having things around. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I was even on the Comic Book Time Machine Facebook page earlier today. We got a question about... Are any of us using the Common Commonsology app? Commonsology, yeah. And uh, the answer is, is Ben and I used to have Marvel Unlimited, but as much as I enjoyed it and loved their selection, I just have a hard time getting away from paper. Right. Well, and Comicsology's Unlimited thing they're doing is noteworthy in what it's missing, and that's all DC and all Marvel. They own. They have uh, you know Image and Dark Horse and some other things, but. If I was going to be using that app, I would want to use it to read DC and Marvel. Yeah, I'd be in the exact same place there. So, if they get those, I would, I'd be much more tempted. But for now, not tempted at all. And I was never, I'm every now and then tempted at Marvel Unlimited's super sales to try it for a year for like five dollars a month. But we have such a great library access system where I can almost read anything I want from the library for free. It just doesn't make any sense. It's hard for me to keep up on the comics I'm buying, even. Well, and there's that, too. I mean, I'm at a point where I probably spend around 40 or less on comics, and that's averaging in probably at least one trade a month that I'm buying for myself. I've got myself down to 20 to 30, but that's plus shipping and handling, so I order from an online service, typically. Yeah, same place with me. Yep, uh, and so I use uh, discount comic book service, and I can get it down to between 20 and $30 a month. 
And again, that's with me like uh, putting in like a Marvel Epic collection, and every one of those at fifty percent off are still like twenty bucks. Hey, let's talk about what we are ordering. So when I go to DCBS to do my monthly order, the comic I must buy every month is Silver Surfer by Dan Slott. So he's not Silver Surfer is not my favorite hero, but you know everybody knows I love Spider Man, but uh, and Dan Slott also writes Spider Man. However, the reason I'm sticking with buying that one is I feel like Spider-Man's not going away. If I don't purchase Spider-Man month by month, it's not like it's going to get canceled. And I like Silver Surfer enough where I want to give it the financial support to hopefully let it be able to keep going strong. Um, Amazing Spider-Man, on the other hand, even though I love it, I stopped buying it after Secret Wars and I've just been buying the trades. And so I've only read trade one of it, so I am a little bit behind on what's been happening, happening recently. However, I couldn't miss the news that broke was it just this last week or two weeks ago must have been maybe two weeks ago that they are bringing the clone saga of the 90s back into modern comics with a story called the clone conspiracy and I don't know how many times in the comic book time machine I've mentioned that I love that clone saga story so I mean that clone conspiracy is going to be a must buy for me I have to so I was thinking this might be the motivation or maybe the catalyst the thing that incites my action finally to read through the clone saga again for the first time since i was a kid i mean maybe i won't love it as much after i go through it as an adult but i think it's time for me to go through i believe it's 11 trades and not like mini not not small i've seen them on yourself yeah not small six issue trades they're i bet they're 10 to 15 or 20 issues per collection and there's 11 of them so, do you think it's time, Daniel? I think it is. Uh, good luck. All right. Good luck. So, Silver Surfer I buy every month, and then I buy whatever trade it is out there that I feel like I want to own that I can get cheap through DCBS. So, uh, one I just picked up was called The Web Warriors. Haven't read it yet, but it's a, uh, you know, after Spider-Verse all happened, there was still a team of spider totem characters teaming up together. Hey, should I turn right here? Is this yeah, it? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Uh, and so web warriors are that multiversal multi, yeah, multiversal that's a good word uh, team of spider characters okay I'm getting distracted by the people I don't want to hit yeah. looks like there's a run or a I'm walk a little, happening I'm here in the Twin Cities over there. they don't have their little billboard out that they usually have so. oh Uh-oh. it's a beer run run for beer oh, what's that about alright let's park right here I'm going to pass you back this recorder so I can park you want to talk a little bit about what so, you order? Uh, I order Aquaman every month. Um, I'm, I survived the Cullen Bunn era. I <laughs> so did. You have every issue since New Fifty Two started. Yeah, I have the entire one through fifty two of Aquaman. That's pretty awesome, actually. Uh, I it's a it's an achievement um, of purchasing power. You're probably one of the only. Because so uh, many people dropped out after a Cullen. lot. So many. I mean, ben, ben dropped out in the Parker, which always made me sad because he loves monsters and Parker was all about monsters and I, wrote a good Aquaman. I like Jeff Parker, but I also stopped reading from the library after Well, that's because you're a big Jeff Johns fan. I just love Jeff Johns so much. But, but dude, Dan Abnett writing Aquaman. And I, and I will say this, uh, he's trying to do this thing where he's really focusing on the fact that he's struggling with being a man of two worlds, both of the sea and of the land. Uh-huh. Um, and so that's really kind of what he's setting up. But 
can I give you a minor spoiler? Yeah. First arc, he is pandering to us fans and saying we're sorry. We're All sorry. Right. I'm, we're going to put you back on track. Your villain is going to be Black Manta. Um, what happened with Black Manta and the New 52 era? Well, eventually became a member of the Suicide Squad. Okay. And I haven't finished everything of that yet, so I don't quite know how he goes from being a member of the Suicide Squad to back to trying to kill Aquaman. Interesting. All right, let's pause this. Let's go. We just arrived. Let's go inside, and we'll record more on the way back to the source. If we find the issues. Goodbye. That booster? Yeah, we're back. Wait, wait, we're back on. You hold this. Oh, we're on. Ooh, it's warm. It's hot in here. All right. Well, we spent about 30 minutes at that comic store. It's going out of business. So, as we mentioned, we're in Minneapolis now. Uh, We are at Big Brain Comics, which will be going out of business. I don't even know when. Any day, basically. Yeah, so 50% off. 50% off, so they had floppies and trades. and. Now, uh, to be fair, they haven't bought new floppies for about two months. There's still some pretty recent stuff, though. But, yeah. uh, I, it's two to three months they yeah. haven't bought anything. Because I, as you know, I've been reading Mockingbird. I didn't I, know that. And I needed a... Uh, I did not order issue number three. I issued number one on a lark because, hey, girl. Right. Um. And then I loved it. And I got issue number two from there. And then when I came to get issue number three, uh, not there. So let's start with you and Mockingbird. You never were like a huge fan of her prior to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., right? I, you know, I was an okay fan with her. I really, really loved the use of her in Secret Avengers by Nick Spencer. Okay. Um, so when I'm reading through there, she had a lot of ties to childhood because I was a big fan of West Coast Avengers. Yeah, I read West Coast Avengers as well. So, actually, I think the comic I bought was called Avengers West Coast. I was Avengers West Coast Avengers is from my title. So it's it swapped by the time of the '90s, I think. Yeah. Well, I was I'm a little bit older. Late '90s for me. Yeah. So I mean, it it, it reminds it you know brought back good memories because uh, again when I was a kid you know kind of my jam Justice League International Suicide Squad West Coast Avengers I never was huge into the regular Avengers I preferred the West Coast but but like my Facebook avatar as you know is actually a. uh, commission I had done that's uh, yep. a riff on a Mockingbird cover from Secret Avengers. Quick note, I had ordered some of Marvel's subscriptions when I was a kid. So I bet this was like 94, 95. And I don't remember what title I actually ordered, but whatever it was got cancelled. And so they replaced it with Avengers West Coast. And so I jumped in in the middle of the storyline where well, I mean, spoilers here for our 1990s storyline, but Mockingbird ends up getting killed in the storyline. You said you're reading that. I'm reading it right from, now. It's from our library. It's collected now. Uh, so I have a bunch of those issues. And then after that happened, Avengers West Coast was n- not exactly canceled. It was uh, rebranded under the title Force Works. Did you ever read Force Works? Uh, no. Are you familiar with it, though? Nope. That's, it's basically the Avengers West Coast, only under a new name. And they, they were kind of like a more aggressive type of team that didn't want to wait for bad guys to do something. They were more proactive and guess who wrote it? Uh, Kurt Busiak. Dan Abnett. And I think Lanning. Okay, I'm a huge Abnett Lanning fan. But so. uh, At least Abnett, I think at minimum. So, Force Works. Uh, I can't highly recommend it, but I read it as a kid. Okay, so what did you get just now for uh, 50% off? I got an Aquaman, Throne of Atlantis trade. It's a... Uh, Throw a sword. Sort of Atlantis. Thank you. Uh, Kurt Busiak and... Uh, Geese. Geese. Uh, Geis, Geis. Butch Geis. Butch Geis. On yeah. art. And uh, again, but Secret Avengers. Uh, Butch Geis get a bunch of art for the Spencer Secret Avengers. Okay. 
Uh, and, I, and I looked at it. I saw it at 50% off. It's not a big one. And it was like, how can I go wrong with Buziak and Geis? Yep. Because I know I'm going to like... We, I, I've read enough Astro City and things like uh, Avengers Forever. You know, I know that I'm going to like Buziak's writing. Uh, and I know I'm going to like the art because, again, Butch Geis is... Uh, you know, after Pelletier, you know how I feel about him. Yep. I might... Geis might be the next guy I have to track down. Um, and then... Uh, I got Booster Gold number four from the uh, volume number four. Volume number four from the Jurgens uh, pre, you know, post uh, fifty two event, not new fifty two, just fifty two. Right. Uh, it's the one trade in that run that I haven't read. Does our library not have it? Or what? Our library did not have it when I was reading through that, and it's one in which Booster has to keep uh, Batman from being assassinated. Oh, that sounds pretty cool. Uh, and we're going back to see Dan Jurgens, so you can have him sign it. Yeah, exactly. Shh, don't tell him I just got it half off. But uh, the thing I liked about that, that series was just really, really cool. And uh, uh, I think it's in the issue before that, that Batman, I mean, the trade before that, Batman actually confronts Booster uh, about some of his time travel. Because Batman doesn't remember Booster, doesn't remember that they were in the JLI, really. Um, and he uh, shows Booster some pictures of him trying to stop Barbara Gordon from getting shot by the Joker again and again and again. Interesting. That sounds like, like a really interesting trait. Yeah, it, it kind of blew my mind. Um, Wait, so, so how have you read that? No, I mean in this series. So th- this is the one I haven't read. Um, it's Booster trying to stop Batman from getting killed. Okay. Um, Dang, maybe I should read that series. That sounds pretty good. I, I enjoyed the heck out of it. Excuse my language. No, it's okay. And then you got something for your son who's with us today? Yeah, and he uh, he grabbed an Avengers book that's got some information, a little facts about the kind Avengers. Kind of like a pop-up book yeah, slash it, info. Yeah, I saw it at first, and I was like, buddy, you're, you're not a little kid. And then I started looking at the words, and it's like, whoa. <laughs> There's a lot of words in here. So I was like, okay, that works for me. The, the pop-ups aren't really what we think of as being like a book for a little, little kid. Right. They're, just, they're kind of embellishments. So... All right, well, I'll tell you what I got. At first, because uh, we were talking about the clone conspiracy coming up, I thought, should I start catching up on the individual issues just so I can be caught up by the time the clone conspiracy happens? But I pulled all the issues out that they had, and I had second thoughts by the time I started making my pile, and I ended up putting those back. So I think I'm just going to hold strong, save some money, and only buy the miniseries clone conspiracy and not know what had happened leading up to that, which won't be the best, but... It'll be okay. But speaking of not knowing what led it up to it, uh, something I bought... I'll tell you the story of why I bought it here in a second. So I bought something called Spider-Man Grim Hunt. It's just one random volume from the middle of the brand new day era, brand new day era of Spider-Man. But over the last few years, I'd say probably two or so years, I've been reading all of the modern Spider-Man, but sort of in the reverse era order. So I read all of Superior Spider-Man. Then after that, I went one era back to Big Time, and I read all four volumes of Big Time. I should say four, like, omnibus volumes, because it's made up of tons of volumes uh, if you buy them in the individual trades. Then before Big Time was Brand New Day, and that's when Spider-Man had a semi-reboot. Not exactly, but kind of. I mean, it took from his history, but then started building a new cast, a new direction for the character. So I'm in the middle of Brand New Day, pretty close to finishing it. Our library has everything I need to finish except for this one trade called Grim Hunt. So I bought that today just for sheer completing this. And then I also saw on the shelf uh, 
uh, kind of an older trade, looked like it might from, be from the 90s, uh, of the death of Gwen Stacy collected, and surprisingly, I've never read that story. Of course I know. I, I'm shocked to find you haven't read this story. I know, I know, I know what happened. Maybe the, ti- the title maybe, clues us in. Maybe you'll read it and then be a big fan of uh, uh, Spider-Gwen when you're done. Maybe. I haven't liked Spider-Gwen so far. I like the character design for Spider-Gwen, but not the actual story she's in. Uh, so, I think that's... Oh, no, no. That, and then, how can I forget? We're heading back to the Source comics in Roseville, Minnesota, which is about, like I said, ten minutes away, and Dan Jurgens is still there. I bought... I found some Lois and Clark issues there. Shh, don't tell Evan. Oh, well, he'll hear this. I mean, he'll get the issues before... Before, uh... Yeah, so, before we just mail them out. Sorry, I'm taking a turn here as we're driving. So, found some issues. I'm going to get them signed for Evan, and I got a couple for me as well, so, uh, yeah. Evan, you're really, like, cashing in on our day of fun today. It's, it's like he's here. Kind of. I mean, I just, I don't know if I mentioned this. Oh, no, I haven't mentioned this on the air. The reason I, I'm trying to help Evan out a little bit is he did something very nice for me. I had mentioned to you guys online, you and Ben Avery and Evan, that I wasn't able to find Flash Rebirth number one. He found it at his store and mailed it to me. Crazy. What a great guy. So, I thought, you know what, Evan? I'm not only going to one-up you, I'm going to, like, four-up you. Well, and did I mention what he did to me? Well, you kind of mentioned it, but... I, so, he was selling He's, his comics, he and was. he gave you... He sent me all of his collection of Millennium. Yeah, so... So, it's short one issue. Okay. But I only ever had one issue, and that's... And that's for, the one you had? Yeah, and that's really the series that brought Mark Shaw Manhunter back to the fore. Oh. So, uh, pretty excited about that. Pretty excited. In fact, I had to message him and say, hey, do you remember which issue it was that wasn't in there? Because I'm out buying comics. So if you listen to the Sci-Fi Christian, my other podcast, you'll know that I'm in the middle of a reading goal where every book I have, not comic book, but every regular book, nonfiction, fiction, whatever, I am going to read by the end of 2016. And if I haven't finished it, I'm going to give them away. So along the way, like maybe sell them at like a used bookstore or something. So along the way, if I get to a book, I just know I'm not going to want to read I'm not even waiting until the end of the year. I'm just selling it. So I've been selling books and reading books all year. I just finished around my 50th book already. So next year, though, the reason I bring that goal up is I've been kind of uh, putting my comics on the back burner as I've been trying to finish my reading goal. So 2017, all these various graphic novels, like I just mentioned, I got The Death of Gwen Stacy. I probably won't read that for a bit. Well, maybe. Who knows? But uh, I've been reading comics, but much more sparingly. Oh, this parking lot filled up while we're gone. Well, it, it's all the gamers. But the thing is, uh, dude, I see some empty seats. What do you mean, empty seats? Uh, you I think Jurgens left? I don't know if they're here. No, it's only been two no, hours. No, Jurgens is here, but I don't know if Gleason's here. Yeah, I just care about Jurgens at this point. Uh, let's go. So let's go shut this off and get in. Uh, we'll talk more about that comic book goal later. Bye. All right, well, for the last time here, we are back together. Just got done at the source. Got all of the comics signed by Dan Jurgens. We met Gleason and Monkey Monk, Doug Monk. Is that his name? I think it's Monkey Mankey. Yeah. We're next his to first his name's car. Doug, right? We're next to his car. How can you tell? Because remember, we saw him get out. No, we saw him going into that. No, I'm building. pretty sure we saw him. Never mind. I huh? swear we saw him. What is it? Paul Gleason? Yeah. I don't know all the names, but we uh, so we Aquaman. got Aquaman. Oh right. So we got uh, Superman. Number one from Rebirth, and also Superman Rebirth number one, which are two different things. Yes. <laughs> so we got those signed. And Green Arrow. Uh, 
you got Green Arrow Rebirth for Evan as your present to him. Yes, and we uh, both got variants. Yep, there's variants here of uh, apparently this. Of Green Arrow. Yeah. Is it because Dinah and him are back together and he's got the beard? I don't know, maybe. Uh, so, do I have any closing thoughts? You told me you're seeing Apocalypse tomorrow, which just brings me back to this whole thing of. Man, your life has really changed. You're three episodes behind on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Do you feel bad being behind, or do you not really even care? I don't know if I have time to feel bad. Yeah. I mean, it's just world, 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 and I just don't have time for TV, because I'd rather read. So you're seeing X-Men tomorrow. Are you reading anything besides comics? You're reading real books? Uh, you know, I read about a book. Uh, I'm always reading a book, if not more a week. Right now, I'm reading one about uh, building Disney theme parks. Oh, that reminds me. Going back to my goal. So next, by the end of 2017, my hope is that I'll have read every trade that I own. I don't think I could say every floppy, because I don't even know how many I have. But maybe that'd be sweet too if I could do that. I don't know if I can really commit to that specific goal, but I could read every trade at least. How about you? Do you want to try to read through everything you own? Nope. You should do it. It's fun. It feels. I it feels, only have half a year, dude. Half a year. I'm, I'm, to finish that, and uh, dude, I'm really busy. Yeah. All right, well, any last words before we sign off here? I mean, is this an episode? It feels like it this is. was an episode. I think all we can really truly say is be safe, kids. Make good choices. <laughs> I didn't even get to say signing off. All right, well, that's all right. Well, Go ahead and say it. Say it and I'll do it again. No, it's okay. I'll, I'm, this, a this will be, pod. I'm a professional be podcaster, post, Matt. This is post-episode. I'm spitting all over you. Well, everybody, that's all from here. I'm Matt Anderson. This is Daniel Butcher. And we are the comic book time machine, time traveler people signing off. Make good choices. <laughs> Be safe, kids. kids see Tom. All right. All right, see ya. Later, player. Good job. All right, everybody, back again. It's me, Matt Anderson. Just got home. I remembered something that I meant to mention to Daniel that I totally forgot. So, Daniel, this one's for you. You can be hearing this, I don't know, whenever this episode finally gets posted. Uh, this would be interesting. We met up today on June 25th, 2016. So, listeners... Who knows when you're actually hearing this? Maybe July, maybe August, maybe later. But, Daniel, so while you were getting your stuff signed, I think you had Sub Diego being signed by Gleason, I went over and talked to Dan Jurgens one more time. And since we'd already kind of built a rapport with him, I decided to ask him a few questions. And the most interesting thing I asked him, I, well, I would say, <laughs> is about Rebirth. And I told, or I asked him, what comic character other than people in the Superman family, who he obviously has a lot of experience working with, would he want to be a part of the story in for Rebirth? He, his answer was pretty interesting. He said he wouldn't necessarily want to work on a character as a writer, but he'd want to work with a character who he didn't create as an artist. And that character he chose was The Flash. So, that's interesting. And then as a follow-up question, I asked him if there were any initial plans to bring Booster Gold into this whole Rebirth era. And he said there's been some talks, but uh, nothing is for sure yet. So I can't imagine that they wouldn't use Booster Gold sooner than later. He's awesome. So that's it for you, Daniel, for you listeners. There's a little Dan Jurgens exclusive. And uh, yeah, well, we glad you guys joined us for this episode. Feel free to write in on our website or on Facebook or anywhere. You can email us and let us know your thoughts on Rebirth and comics in general, comic television, or the Comic Book Time Machine podcast. All right, thanks a lot. So long, folks.
following you. I forgot. There's a bonus feature. I, I've been, I wanted to tell you this in person while we're together. I've been just waiting and waiting. We're pregnant again. What? What? Boom. Yep. So we just had our first ultrasound last Thursday. Or we didn't find out the gender yet. It's way too early for that. Danielle. Danielle Anderson. Anderson. Yeah, so we're 10 weeks. No, no, we just found, we found out that the birth uh, due date was moved up. So we're 11 weeks along. So uh, So you need to be moving some recording equipment. We already, already did, actually. Good. Yeah. Because, you know, she needs it better. Oh, you should see my apartment now. It's changed. So Lily has her own room, though. Good. It's about time. Yeah, so. She's a person. She's a person. So the recording equipment is currently in a closet in, like, a portable thing that I can bring out and put on my dining room table in the living room. Yeah, so uh, January 11th, 2017 is our due date. And who knows if it's going to be a guy or a girl. Do you have a preference? Um, you have a girl, so a guy would be great. Yeah, it'd be good. I mean, I'll be happy either way. So, yeah, there it is. Feel free to tell Katie, but otherwise uh, we're... I'm totally telling But we're keeping it under wraps until it's uh, we're past that 12-week mark. But we just recorded it. I'm not going to put this on this episode. I'm not sure what this will be for some sort of bonus material so daniel butcher what if this is on the sci-fi christian do you want to say anything to the sci-fi uh, christian hey sci-fi christian host air emeritus still alive still out there uh, i we... saw that i was recently on yes you were it was well, you and me doing lego like, movie review <laughs> yeah i'm trying to still hate that movie as a part of cleaning out lily's room and having letting her have her own place i took all these old recordings from past podcast appearances that i was on and edited them so they could be in the Sci-Fi Christian feed finally because I wanted to get them off that computer that was in yep. that room. So that was one of them that was just a, kind of a to-do. And Ben had a baby. I don't know if you know that. Yeah. And so uh, we took a couple weeks off and I put the Lego movie out there. So you're back on. Well, how was uh, the reception? <laughs> great, as usual. Everybody loves when you're back. I no, I, I think people, Not this is not about you. I don't think people always love when I just put out random movie reviews of me on a different podcast because, yeah, the feedback is usually minimal. But I don't think it's... That's not a reflection on you or me. No, it's not it's a reflection, reflection on, on me. the past. It's not a reflection on me. But so you want to say, I, I feel like this will be a bonus feature on the Sci-Fi Christian. Do you want to just say what you've been up to? See, uh, coaching a lot of lacrosse. And you're uh, still doing betweendisney.com. Yeah, barely, barely. Uh, you're taking barely a little break. Barely watching TV. Taking a break from Welcome to Level 7, but I am probably be back eventually. Taking a break from Comic Book Time Machine, but hopefully you'll be back on a few episodes with me. Uh, well, I was on one recently. Well, today we were recording some stuff. I think we'll be uh, on the comic book. Those are my machine. favorites. We just kind of rap. Yeah, I love so. it. Uh, you are supposed to... I talked to Katie. You're supposed to invite me over. Yeah, well, I should. But you haven't. But I'm never home. <laughs> okay, when when lacrosse is over in a few years, I'd love to come over and hang out. Oi! Oi, babe! All right, well, uh, make sure that you come and see my new baby in January, at minimum. Okay, how so about... Here we are. Maybe in June of 2017. <laughs> what is today's date? June 25th? Yes. Here we are, June 25th, 2017. We just recorded an episode of the Comic Book Time Machine together. Uh, and I hope to see you again soon. But hopefully before June 25th, 2017. Yes. All right. Goodbye. Later. Bye. still on. It's still on. We just keep recording. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Pretty exciting. Yeah, I, I get... Huh? And she has a bedroom. Yeah, I, honestly, I can't lose gender-wise because I've always wanted a boy. So if we get a boy, cool. But I love having a girl so much that that'd be cool too. So... All right, see you guys. Later. Bye.